It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Here we are on Friday morning. It was a week, but the weekend (laughs) is just in front of us. (sighs) You know, though, with every weekend, it's important to head into it with a clear conscience. And that's why here on Fridays, it's the airing of the grievances. All right, Tyler, what's going on? You got uh, grievance with Skip the Dishes. Um, I don't have an issue with Skip because my order was late or anything like that. Uh, Skip the Dishes has done us dirty. Oh, no. After months and months of having the greatest commercial song in the history of the world (laughs) from Snoop Dogg. Did somebody say Get delivery like a G. See, hungry dogs gotta eat. I get mines every day, every week. Chicken wings to the crib. Not just a good commercial song. Like, this might be the greatest Snoop song in the last, what, 15 years? Uh, 10 years. I, 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 I might even go since the diggities. <laughs> <laughs> greatest Snoop song of this millennium, possibly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And, and we've all, at some point in the last couple of weeks, realized that the Skip song sounds different. And, and now it's done by, by Katy Perry. Did somebody say, Now I realize this is radio, uh, but you, you can't see my eyes. They're just <laughs> rolling. <laughs> and I'm blinking them in an unamused fashion. Because like, you know the saying when you go from the penthouse to the outhouse? Yeah. I don't want to suggest that whoa, Katy Perry whoa, is a whoa, porta potty in any way. Oh no, don't say that. What I'm saying is, how do you go from one of the greatest songs ever about ordering food to what Katy Perry just served up? I mean Snoop! <laughs> Did somebody say on a catamaran? Oodles and noodles. Thank you, my man. I do love the wonton on a catamaran line. <laughs> Dude, like around my house, like we don't even yeah. order skip the dishes, but like my kids are like, did somebody say skip? Like it's just fun because it's good. And, and I'm not saying again, the Katy Perry's a horrible human being. Oh, it's just that if you're geez. choosing to go from Snoop Dogg's song yeah. into, into a new artist representing yeah. your brand, why is it this? A little sushi while I watch a movie, but buy a salad while I sing a ballad. I'm not even going to keep going. See, yeah, the thing is, is like Snoop Dogg is cool without trying, right? He's just, he's the coolest guy ever. So you go from like such a cool song, Snoop just being Snoop, to like Katy Perry, who like, she's not a horrible person. She's a delightful person, but she's not cool. And when she tries to be, it's kind of hard to watch. Uh, what if this is just a setup, though? Because I mean, think about it. One of the greatest songs of the tens. Yes. California Girls, Katy Perry and Snoop Dogg, maybe Skip the Dishes is setting up for for the third song, which will be Skip the Dishes Girls. No, 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 that's 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 worse. You're 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 making me even more angry here. This is my grievance, and I'm getting more fired up. Sorry about it. So Skip the Dishes, you and your song are done with. I instead am gonna roll with another food delivery company. And a performer who is in town tonight at the Dome won Trevor Noah. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I eat it? Okay, yeah. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah. Uber Eats. Can I eat it? I'm going eat it <laughs> over over skipping dishes because that Katy Perry song. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, and if they do the California girls thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna hibernate till it's gone. I'm gonna hibernate till it's gone. Whew, I feel better. Oh, getting off my chest. Sometimes that's what you need to do, yeah, man. You just yeah. need to get that up off your chest. It makes you, you feel better. 
98.5 Virgin Radio's Free Fuel Friday. Our friend Shiloh earlier this morning, the 98 texter and the winner of $500 in free fuel. Danae, Fuzzy, how oh. warm did your heart <laughs> feel for what we got to do this morning? Pretty warm. Oh, it's just so awesome that we can make a difference in people's lives right now and get rid of some of their stress they're feeling. Oh, my God. Yo, this is crazy. <laughs> Shiloh, what is uh, $500 in free gas mean for you right now besides oh just being super excited in this moment? <laughs> I had the most horrible year ever. I actually just, last summer, I lost my house, my whole house to a house fire. So we're, like, still recovering. And I'm a student, and my boyfriend, he just got a new job yesterday. So this is going to help us out so much, getting the kids to school and him getting to work. Oh, my goodness. Shiloh, I am so sorry that you're going through such a tough time and something that, like, a year later still impacting you is such a huge loss. Yeah, it's, it's taking a lot on us just to try to recover our savings account. So this is going to mean so much. Oh, my God, I can't believe it. I can't wait to call my mom. <laughs> and how about your boyfriend saying that you weren't going to win? <laughs> I know, he was laughing. He's like, you're not going to win. And he's like, you serious? And I'm like watching the Kardashians and listening to you guys at the same time. I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, what a morning, Shiloh. Congrats. Oh, my God. Uh, first of all, we, we do recommend that's the best way to listen to the Virgin Radio while you're trying to drown out the Kardashians. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that way you, you get to watch them and, and listen oh, to right, us. Right, yeah, there you go. That's good. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's, that's Not good. Not bad at that. Using us for good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Free Fuel Friday, it's been fun, but uh, we're never doing this contest what again. What are you talking about? We're doing it again this week. All right. summer, Tyler. Yeah, all uh, summer long. It's uh, every Friday. It's Free Fuel Friday. Uh, plant a bug in your head right now. Uh, anytime you hear First Class by Jack Harlow. A song's worth 500 bucks next Friday morning when you hear it between 7 and 8. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. It's time for Dumb Fight Friday. In one corner, defending fathers everywhere. The father of Cain and Nate. In the other corner, we have a lady who says... Get over yourself. (laughs) Absolutely. It's not a matter of getting over myself, Fuzzy. It is getting over the fact (laughs) that Father's Day is responsible for some of the worst gift giving in the history of gifts. By example, Danae, what were you planning on getting Matt for Father's Day? Well, not what I'm planning. He's not listening yet, so I know that I can safely talk about this, and I'm not going to spoil this fantastic gift that I'm getting him. I am getting him a bike helmet. Yay. Why do you say yay like that? He likes to go biking. He doesn't have a helmet. And both Violet and I were scolding him about that really badly the other day because that's so not safe. So we're like, you know what a good Father's Day gift will be. Something practical. Protect his brain, sweetheart, right? And she's like, yeah, good idea, Mom. Danae, that's great. That could be on a Wednesday, a Tuesday, a Thursday. That could be on... uh... That could be on Christmas. That could be on Easter. It's but all it's good. Father's Day. It's, there's a holiday coming up, so then you make it a gift. Let me take you on a journey to when I was a little kid. My mom took me and my brothers out to get our dad something for Father's Day. Uh-huh. And every year, dad would get an apron for the barbecue. Yeah. Hey, dad, now go cook us some burgers. Great. Get off your ass and do something, pal. <laughs> or, or, or we one time we went to go buy him ties. My dad didn't have to wear a tie for work. We bought him three Looney Tunes ties. Mm. Which and is then hilarious. he had to wear them because his dumb kids bought them. <laughs> 
So he's not a tie guy, only at like weddings and funerals, and he's got Looney Tunes it's ties not like you, yeah, It's not like you're going to wear a Looney Tunes tie <laughs> no. to a wedding or a funeral, no. are you? No, he did, though, because he had to wear them. Because he had to. This is the problem. Mm. Fathers are just so selfless, speaking personally, of course. <laughs> okay. Doing everything for their own family. When it's mm. time to repay them, you buy them something practical or boring yeah. that has a job. It's always a product that has a job. Okay, so you don't like bike helmet, the job being to protect his brain. I thought that was like a nice, thoughtful gift because I just am thinking about his, his health and safety. What about a blender? No, a blender he, has a job. Yeah, but he, it's, the job is to make me margaritas. And oh, right oh, now he's been, oh, oh, he's been using wow. the Ninja Foodie and wow. he can only make like one right. small that's, margarita wow. at a time. That, that's real romantic. Wow. Hey, yeah. I can't get off the couch. Yeah. Let, go make me a drink. What about wow. a new barbecue brush that doesn't have like the bristles? It's one of those like wireless barbecue brushes. See, also, that's, that's protecting him. Again, those are things that you should just, if you need them, just buy them. Yeah, are yeah, you piling on me now too, Fuzzy? I'm, yes, as a, as a non-father, <laughs> hearing th- what you're planning on getting Matt as gifts are things that you just say, hey, you know what? I thought we could use this, so I bought it. We would never want to make this a uh, two-on-one situation where there's two dudes being like, hey, let me tell you something today. So let's invite Morgan into the conversation. Dumb Fight Friday, dad gifts, bike helmets. What are your thoughts? Hey, well, at first I thought you meant a motorcycle helmet. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, that's a really good gift. <laughs> and then, then I realized it was a pedal bike. <laughs> and I was like, uh... Oh, yeah, it's kind of lame. <laughs> it's the equivalent of getting socks and underwear for oh, Christmas. I don't know. Right? It's it's like, hey, normally I know you'd probably <laughs> buy these yourself, but I decided to buy them for you. you it's just kind of like, really? That's what you that's what you think of me. <laughs> I agree, although I was just thinking about it, and to be fair, boys, Let's not pretend moms don't get bad gifts every other holiday. Oh. Uh, yeah, I will say I got a shoe rack one time from Matt. See, so that right there like... is some BS. <laughs> yeah, Because right. you probably had to put it together. It's like, cool, thanks. I could put my dirty shoes on this. <laughs> wow, that's a gift of love. I don't know. I'd love a shoe rack, but this is coming from a guy with sneakers. dozens and dozens and dozens of yeah. sneakers. I don't know. My mom's gotten, like, mops and cooking pans. <sighs> I've seen people get vacuums. So, I mean... I think it goes both ways. Both people get bad gifts, but if those bike helmets kind of we just got a text from Brad to 985985 saying, I'm a father, and I'm actually against the guys in the room there. Every item has a job. I'd say a bike helmet is, quote, spiffy. Oh, it's spiffy. Okay, if he's using the word spiffy, it's a that's, spiffy. that's a lady pretending to be Brad. No, <laughs> don't say that. I'm going to say it's a spiffy gift, and might I say quite caring? Now, my question would be, why wouldn't, why don't you just care enough to get him this? Because obviously, wow. I know how you work, and this has been bothering you for a while, so it why wouldn't been. you have just bought him the helmet wow. instead of letting him ride around being unsafe if this is such a big concern for you? How convenient it is that it's also a, a holiday that he needs a gift for, and I can do that for him, too. Mm-hmm. We got a text to 985-985. Is it a cool helmet that's heated and has a mohawk? No, absolutely it is not. Someone even suggested, what if it was like a Star Wars helmet? Like you can get ones that look like the right. like the Jedi fighter pilot helmets. Also, yeah, like also it, not not that 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 would be fine, and that'd be a, that's a cool okay. a cool thing to receive. Just not for Father's Day. Like Father's Day mm. should be something. Just I don't know. It should be something more. What that is, I I, <laughs> Again, I, I, don't, don't, I don't know. know. I, I don't know. But just <sighs> I'm just saying not that. I'm saying not that. And a lot of people, surprisingly, are on my side, which is embarrassing, because I never win arguments of any kind with anybody. So I'm just kind of feeling pretty good today. Well, I guess I guess you should. Uh, getting a lot of texts saying, like, yeah, you know what? You got to go out and get something that your, your, your man is passionate about, something that he enjoys. And, like, yeah, he's got, like, a lot of passions and everything, but one of those is biking. And I think he also likes being able to think about things. So helmet it is. <laughs>
Uh, we uh, did receive an interesting text from uh, our friend Rachel, and Rachel says, absolutely get the helmet. But the rest of the gift today is something that could make the helmet just the, you know, one part of it. Right. And the other present is... Um... Okay, so it is Father's Day. So what is better than Father's Day? Tons, right? <laughs> Yelling dad jokes. Fun. <laughs> dad jokes are always good. So you could be sweet and sentimental and you could say, so glad we went through this life together. Um, or, how did I word it? You guys have to check. Well, you also <laughs> said, or be prepared for the ride of a lifetime tonight. Wow, <laughs> When wow, you get wow. on the helmet. And then you also said, buy some lingerie and surprise them. Yes. So I thought that would be perfect. You could surprise them to a little lap dance, whatever you want to do. <laughs> okay, Am I wearing the helmet while this is happening? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> As a safety precaution? <laughs> it, is, it is a gift with many layers. <laughs> Okay, Rachel, okay, can we agree? Rachel's like maybe my, I'll admit, kind of lame gift that is basically a nag turned into a material yeah. and made it pretty awesome. But you have to follow through on it. <laughs> yeah, 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 It's yeah. one thing to say that she turned it into an awesome gift. Yeah. You still have to follow through well, on you, it. If I did this, this is a cool gift, right? If you do this, I don't want to hear about it on a Monday because I know it's a good gift. <laughs> I don't think anyone can hear about it, unfortunately. This is radio, but... <laughs> Rachel, thank you so much. That's hilarious. <laughs> glad you guys liked it. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Where you are the star of the show. Good morning. 98.5. Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy, and here we are. We made it to the weekend. Yes. Oh, here we are. But it's always just so critically important to head into any weekend with a clear conscience, and that's why here on Fridays, we do the airing of the grievances. You know, as a person who's worked in retail... I know that there are a few worse things than having somebody walk into the store two minutes before closing time. There you are, ready to close the doors, and somebody slides in saying, Hey, I was hoping you could help me find. Oh. <laughs> is, is Kim Kardashian a customer? Yeah. It's, the same, it's the same for people working in restaurants, and I totally understand. The only thing possibly more frustrating than, than being there ready to close is being on the other side of that. (laughs) And you're hangry. Because you just spent all day traveling. (laughs) This happened to me the other day, and all I wanted was some delicious, greasy, sorry, I got a little choked up there. Some delicious, greasy fried chicken. (laughs) See, last Saturday, me and Jan on our way back from PVR, and we started talking about dinner. Day of traveling, you know what it's like. You're oh, like, yeah. oh, sure, you can have Pringles on the plane. You get those little pretzels; they're delicious. Plus, you were just in Mexico, where you're not going to like have certain things, right? Just wanted some fried chicken. No food at home, and we decide let's have some chicken from a legendary Calgary establishment. We made that decision at 9:45 after we had made it through customs. We were already on the road. There we were. Shen, hey, check and see what time the Mackenzie's location, town locations open till. Oh, okay, they're open till 10.30. Awesome. Lots of time. Get there at 10.15. I'm like, yeah, here we go. Chicken time. Chicken, chicken, chicken. <laughs> Walk in. Doors open and see the girl wiping down the counter. She says, oh, hey, sorry, we're out of chicken. <laughs> what do you mean you're out of chicken? It's on the do. name. It's on the That's sign, guys. Really? You're out of chicken or you just don't want to make chicken because you have right. other plans? <laughs> All right, cool. No problem. Things with cravings, though, is that once you get them, once they're in your head, 
You gotta get it. You ha- you're consumed by that <laughs> desire. You're consumed by that need to have what you're craving. So, okay, cool. We can't get it from the local spot. There's an international fried chicken restaurant that just opened in Mahogany. It's only 10 20. They'll still be open, right? Uh-uh. Close. They oh, close no. at 10 o'clock. Uh, hey, Shan, check and see what time the other international spots. Oh, wait. They, they all close at 10 o'clock. Uh, well, that seems a little weird on a Saturday, but hey, at least they say they're closed. So therefore, the chicken hunt continued. Luckily, there's another location of the legendary local joint on McLeod Trail about 15 kilometers away, and they're open till 11 o'clock. Oh, all right. You cool. can make it. Lots of time. Get to the door. Get there. The doors. Yep. Open. It's 11. And you walk in at 10.50, same thing. Sorry, we're out of chicken. No! Don't say you're out of chicken. <laughs> That's not the case. And eventually at 11.30, I ended up settling for some chicken nuggets from another international restaurant, which will go unnamed. And they, but I they say totally thank you. Satisfied. You know what? They no, totally I'm going to name that restaurant. Thank you, McDonald's, for coming through and giving me chicken McNuggets when all I wanted was grilled, was like, Greasy, I'm, I'm so choked up and angry about this. All I wanted was greasy golden chicken, and McDonald's came through, unlike Aww. the other places. But one place at least said, hey, sorry, it's after 10 o'clock, you ain't getting one. The other one gave me hope and said, yeah, no, we're open till 11 o'clock, but that's not the case. Aww. If you're going to be open until, if you want to leave the store at 11 o'clock, then say, hey, we are open until 10.30. Because if somebody walks in and they're hangry, kind of like I am right now, talking about delicious fried chicken, all they want is that chicken, man. You know what I love about this moment? What? Dude, this happened on Saturday. I know. It's Friday. And And if anybody has CCTV footage of fuzzy flipping tables in any of those establishments, (laughs) please send those over I didn't. I I may have turned around and I may have said some things under my breath, and I apologize because I know know on a Saturday night you didn't want to be at work, but I just wanted chicken, man. I just wanted chicken. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Real. Fun and all about Calgary. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy here on Father's Day weekend. we love for you to tell us a story about your dad. We want to know one good thing and one bad thing that you learned from your dear old daddy. Because dads teach you so many things, right? <laughs> Whether it's how to ride a bike or how to catch a baseball or how to not get in trouble from mom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but sometimes they teach us the not so great things, right? <laughs> That's why it's a good balance. We're going to do one good thing you yeah. learned from your dad and one bad thing you learned from your dad. Here to share first is Becca. One good thing I learned from my dad is that traveling the world will make you a happier person because you're just going to have more influence at your disposal when you go through life because you're going to know more and have seen more and it'll make you more curious and more open. Ooh. Okay, that's a cool lesson. And then one bad thing? <laughs> um, I mean, how, how bad do you want me to go? As bad as you want. Okay, I mean, one bad thing is that if you cheat on your partner, you'll probably get caught. Oh, <laughs> one bad thing okay. I learned from my dad. <laughs> and That's how was it that truth. your dad relayed that little bit of uh, advice to his uh, baby girl? He did not relay it. It was displayed. It was displayed. Oh, a little, a yeah. little family drama. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, well, sometimes that traveling around the world, you meet different people. Yeah. <laughs> Becca, tough. any chance there were a few icy Father's Day situations after that happened? Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, we appreciate you sharing uh, the good and bad about your dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when it comes to learning a good and bad thing from your father, I feel like both the good and bad thing I learned from my dad were both the same thing. Okay. And that's if you're going to have a hobby, have it be a hobby that makes you money. Ah. Right. And I, I think about that and I'm like, yeah, thanks to my hobby of, of DJing, which I started when I was like 14 years old, I that helped me pay my way through university and college and, and helped me pay for our wedding and down payment on our house and stuff like that from DJing in clubs. And I was like... Thanks, Dad. That you told me to get a hobby and and have it pay. I'm right. like, cool, yeah. awesome. However, I look at him in retirement because <laughs> he 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 was a trained machine mechanic for a mattress company for years. That was his job. But his side gig was he did reupholstery. They had right. my parents had a place in Inglewood where they dad did reupholstery, and that was that. And that was that was his hobby. That's what he did for fun. It made him some money, helped me pay my way through school, and <laughs> totally. a whole bunch of other things. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah. But yet I look at him and I'm like, God, you just look like you're bored because oh. like, do something. He's like, what am I going to do? Oh. Like, did you have a, oh, wait, your hobby your was hobby. right. And you don't want to do that anymore. And uh. not as, oh, damn it. Is this my future? <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear one good thing and one bad thing about your dad. Tell us a story. Text 985-985. Nikki here on Facebook says, uh, best thing I learned from dad is, it's okay to be the funniest person in a room full of boys. <laughs> okay. The worst thing she learned from her dad is it's always funny, even if the room is silent and you're the only one laughing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. No, it sounds like uh, maybe dad had a lot of really bad dad jokes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. That he really, really loved. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, we got to switch up the music, Fuzzy. It's time to go to Loon Lake, Saskatchewan. Oh, boy. Uh, for the things that I learned from my dad. And, and, True honesty right now, a lot of the things I learned from my dad, I can't say on the radio because statute limitations don't cover like some the of the illegal things like that he taught me. Like the time he taught, he taught you to, keep, to, to seal cable? Fussy. Actually, maybe the statute of limitations did run out on that. That was a long time ago. But he made me do it because I was a minor and couldn't get charged, apparently. I'm sure I probably would have gotten in a lot of trouble if he got busted with that. Uh, no, the best thing that my dad taught me was how to drive and like how to drive a lot of different things. And it all started when I was like 10. On the back roads at Grandma and Grandpa's farm, we'd take the old Chevy Lumina, which is the minivan that looks like a dustbuster. Okay. If you don't, if you don't <laughs> quite know what uh, Lumina is, all right. I can and, picture it. Yeah. And we'd take that out on the back roads. So I was like really pretty good at driving and, yeah. until you know, until I had to take my license. Uh, he taught me how to drive stick, which was very stressful. And the amount of get the clutch out slowly, like so many fights. But so glad that I know how to drive a standard. And he also taught me how to drive like a big truck. At the age of 15, we had to take a budget rental truck for him to go and repossess a bunch of stuff that a guy didn't pay him for. And he let me drive the truck, oh, which that's was pretty so, awesome. That's so nice. And he told me to stay in the truck until the guy was gone. And then I got to go in and, like, take stuff off of his shelves and stuff. And he taught Yay. me how to repossess things, which was also really nice. There you go. Yeah. I think those all could have maybe been bad things. But I guess the worst thing my dad taught me, which is bad in the eyes of some, but my beer chugging skills come from my father. And, uh, yeah, he taught me that how to do it. And he taught me 
by being one of the best competitors out there. How do you learn from the best? Yeah. You compete against oh. the best. And every family get together, we go head to head and we get the stopwatch out and we time each other. And I have a record, personal best, 4.2 seconds, yeah. chugging a full can of beer. Yeah. Dad, you guys, 2.7. 2.7? 2.7. Like, it's insane how fast. It's like, it's just like a gulp and the beer is gone. Wow. And so I guess that's kind of a, a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. Not the healthiest thing to teach your, your kids. Right. But we teach you on root beer or something so like that? Yes. Yes, yes, root beer at, eight, at, at, at <laughs> yes, age 18. Absolutely. That's when Danae's dad absolutely. taught her Absolutely, at the age of 19 in Saskatchewan. Oh, yeah, course, I didn't no. have my first beer until then, obviously. Not 19, okay. That's, uh, Thanks for all the lessons, Papa Les. <laughs> I like that. Those are life lessons because your dad's name is Les. That's perfect. Exactly. One good thing, one bad thing your dad taught you. Text 985-985. Uh, got a fun text from uh, Shiloh about uh, one good thing, one bad thing she learned from her dad. So we gave her a call. Sorry, I'm at Tim's right now. Just took a big bite of a farmer's wrap. Oh, <laughs> oh, <worries. laughs> what a great idea putting a hash brown in a wrap, eh? I know, right? <laughs> well, sorry to interrupt <laughs> breakfast. Thanks for taking our call. Yeah, no problem. So, um, my dad is probably was like my mom's biggest headache when I was a teenager. <laughs> and so he taught me how to like change a tire, like the dad thing. But he also taught me how to sneak out without waking up my dog or waking up my mom. <laughs> and he also told me, like, he would always say, like, don't take the back, take the front if you're going to sneak out. He's like, and why don't you use the front door? He's like, I'm up. So, but he also taught me how to steal um, plants from Devonian Gardens. Because I love them and, you know, I used to get whatever I wanted. So he just would show me how to, like, take them and we I would always come home with uh, plants from Devonian Gardens that it would drive my mom crazy, but he's like, oh, she wanted it, so <laughs> just sitting there. Hey, everybody has their different quality time with their father, right? <laughs> yeah, and that was my quality time, you know, stealing plants from Devonian Gardens and taking it home to piss my mom off. So. Oh, my gosh. It's so random, but it's so wholesome, kind of. A little bit criminal activity there, but young, but he did te- teach me how to change the tire in an oil change, so that's amazing. <laughs> that's the thing is, dads teach you all sorts of things, mm-hmm. right? Things, life skills. Sometimes it, they're good life skills, and sometimes they're life skills that are a little questionable, like how to get out of trouble and things like that, which yeah. are, again, handy life skills to have, but sometimes knowing how to get out of trouble gets you into more trouble than, than you were going to get into in the first it's place. It's just kind of the way it works. Generally, if you're going to learn something bad from a parent, it's generally going to be your dad. <laughs> Sherry's got an interesting story about her uh, dad teaching her how to drive. We'd be driving, and all of a sudden, out of the blue, he would yell, stop. And if I <laughs> didn't stop, he would tell me about all the children I just killed. <laughs> but I have to say, like, as weird as that was, the other thing he loved to do is while we were driving, he would, like, grab me and shake me. <laughs> or he would, like, grab the radio knob and turn it up as high as it could. Or he would yell. And then his excuse for that is nothing would ever save me when driving. And <laughs> honestly, full credit to my dad, being a designated driver over the years, nothing has ever saved me. Kept you on your toes, right? You never know when somebody in the car is just going to randomly say, I love this song, and reach over and crank it up yeah, 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 yeah. or anything like that. Yeah, it's, yeah, it was 
I mean, as a kid, like, I, it, it was very traumatizing for yeah. you because, you know, talking about killing kids and stuff. But now as an adult, like, yeah, I'm a, I am very mindful about everything when I'm driving. Oh, I want to go for a ride with Sherry and her dad so bad. <laughs> Yeah, hilarious ride, and also very safe ride if you're driving with Sherry now. Uh, Tyler, I feel like you had to have learned some gold from your dad, both good and bad gold. So I got into the same profession as my dad. Mm -hmm. Yeah. My dad did morning radio in Calgary for like 25, 30-something years. I I feel like not everybody knows that. Like, that's pretty cool. And the uh, thing I learned from my dad in that way is I've met so many people who know my dad or who have worked with him, and I've never heard a single person say anything bad about him. Heck right. yeah. Which is awesome. Yes. I'm like, okay, be Doug's like a legend, right? Be like that yeah. guy. Be like Doug. Right? Be like that guy. And then when I was a kid, I also wanted to be like that guy when one time we were watching Dumb and Dumber. And 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 Jim Carrey, there's a very famous scene where he puts both his legs behind his head. Oh, no. oh God, no. <laughs> and he takes a lighter Mm-mm. and he shoots a giant flame out of his butt. And we're like, what? That is a thing? My dad goes, not only is it a thing, I've done it before. Oh, God. <laughs> we're like, Dad, how do you do it? He goes, just like the movie. What you do is you have to have the right posture. You got to <laughs> lean all the way back. And you just let one rip, and then whoosh, you shoot a flame out of your butt. No. The most important thing I learned from my dad is don't do it with your pants down. Oh, God. Because apparently when he executed this flaming flatulence. Stop talking. He singed a fair amount of hair. Yikes. So maybe there's, like, one bad thing that people could say about him and that, like, he probably didn't smell very good after that. He smelled like burnt hair for his entire career? Yeah. Possibly. Oh, no. I, uh, I did try. I did succeed. Okay, good. Sorry, are you talking about radio now or in the other thing? <laughs> well, varying degrees of both. Let's just say that much, and we will move on. We just got a very important text. Be careful with backfire. <laughs> the man-child girl and the girl dad of two dogs. One who actually likes him. Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Subscribe so you never miss an episode. 98.5 Virgin Radio. It's Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. We made it to the weekend. We are here. It is Friday. And it's very important to head into any weekend with a clear conscience. And that's why here on Fridays, it's the airing of the grievances and Danae, this this morning, am I am I correct? Yours is about pooping? No, no, it's not. What? No, it's not like quite about that. It's like with the perceived pooping. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, it's that's what it is. Okay, so the bathroom, obviously a spot where a lot of embarrassing things happen. We can all acknowledge that. And that potential for humiliation goes up when it's a public bathroom or worse, a work bathroom. So yes, we acknowledge it's a space that weird and gross things happen, upping your chances for awkwardness, okay? But what about that embarrassment uh, is completely out of your control? It's one of those cases where, like, technology, are you with us or are you against us? <laughs> oh, the automatic flush toilets. Okay. It's the worst when you're, like, you're sitting there, you're taking a nice, delicate pee, <laughs> and you're still sitting there, and it flushes, even though you're still sitting well, on it. That's called a courtesy flush which in is, most cases, because it's necessary, no, it's right? it's just you're sitting there, and you're just peeing, and then it flushes, which is gross, because you get the splash back, because you're still Ugh, sitting there. It's cold. You get like, exactly. a, like a whisk. Like, yeah, but then you stand up, 
and it happens again, so it forces you to the unintentional double flush, <laughs> which is something to suggest that something embarrassing maybe did just happen, but again, it was just a delicate little tinkle. The other day, Tyler and I went for a pee at the same time, separate bathrooms, yes, but the thing about bathrooms. here at the station is, is men's bathrooms and women's bathrooms are right next to each other, yeah. so I'm sorry, you hear a lot of the things that go on in the other bathroom. You do? And I know that Tyler heard my double flush, my unintentional double flush, and because I'm me, I had to run out and be like, Tyler, just so you know, I didn't mean to double flush in there. It was the unintentional one where it flushed while I was still sitting there. And then it flushed again when I got up. And Tyler's like, okay, <laughs> calm down. Nobody thought Nobody that. Nobody thought that. But now you're like, doth those who protest too much yeah. or whatever that saying was. But then there's also the double flush where it was like, it wasn't you that had to double flush. But when you got there, there was something else already sitting there that you had to flush before you had to go and do your thing. I, I've had that same feeling when Kelly's mom was living with us. I have, like, kids at home, so, like, sometimes you go in the bathroom, you're like, why did no one flush their yeah. pee and you flush the toilet? It's mellow and yellow, right? No, that's gross, dude. That's really, really gross. <laughs> I, I agree, but there are people who live by that motto. Yeah, well, there one are... of them is an eight-year-old who lives in my house. He's a real jerk. Right. His name is Nate. Right. But then you end up flushing twice, and then it gives it does give sometimes the impression that something so bad happened yes. it required not one, but... Oh... The double flush. It is so, so painful and embarrassing. So there's a couple of solutions. A, we normalize the running out of the bathroom and say, it wasn't an actual double flusher. <laughs> or just normalize whatever happens in or, there, man. Whatever happens, be proud of it. In this world where more and more toilets are transitioning to the non-touch technology, mandatory bathroom headphones that everybody has to wear so you can't hear anything that's going on in there, okay. or work diapers. I, um, We're not doing work diapers. Those are the only solutions that I can come up with for this embarrassing situation that doesn't have to happen. I vote work diapers so far. Yeah, right? <laughs> Remind me to show you the gif about the uh, the noise-canceling toilet. <laughs> Virgin Mornings in Calgary with Tyler, Danae, and Fuzzy. Hear them live weekdays from 530 to 10 on 98.5 Virgin Radio.